I can't tell you how exciting it is to be here in front of you tonight. And um, I'm not a notes taker, and I'm not a note. I don't use notes hardly ever, but I want to make sure I get the point across to you guys tonight. Um, to see you guys out here just uh, – <clears throat> Told myself I'm gonna cry. Thank you, Bo. Appreciate it. <laughs> it just reconfirms everything that God has laid on my heart. You know, to, to step out of where we were at and step out to, as the song says, step out, step out into the unknown. Was a huge, th- huge step for me because I've always played it safe my whole life. And when God was calling me out of my church to plant this, I was, I was like, this is crazy. And to hear everything that's been said in our little small community, to be honest with you, in, in some aspects it broke my heart. I really want to share my heart and let you guys know what we are, what we're about, who we are, and why God, why God chose to, to put us here. I mean, I grew up in church and I did all those things, and when I started preaching about two and a half years ago, when I, I couldn't understand why. The whole time I was asking myself, God, what do you want me to do? He, then he said, Jeremy, I want you to preach. I was like, God, I, I can't preach. I can't hardly get in front of anybody. And as I took my next step, God led me right on into that journey. And the more I started preaching, God began to use me. My phone began to ring, and people started calling, not just in Jenkins County, but Bullock County, Burke County, Emmanuel County, Scriven County, everything around here was called. They were calling my phone. Sabrina and I was on the road every weekend going to a different church. And I was wondering, why in the world am I traveling around these churches, these little small churches all over the place? Why am I doing that? And now I'm looking back and I see why God did that. Because he was allowing me to see what church culture in our part of the world looked like right now. Some of the things that were consistent in that was that I seen people that were from their late 40s to early 20s were almost non-existent in churches. And it broke my heart. I couldn't figure out why. Not just in one church, but it was in a bunch of churches. Almost all of them. I began to realize that, that, that young people didn't feel like they fit in anywhere. They didn't feel like they, they belonged there. And one of the things I realized, too, was that there was a lack of discipleship in our churches. That, yeah, we do Sunday school and we do all these things, but, but actually real discipleship, like, like God's Word says we should do it, be God's disciples and disciple other people, it just wasn't happening. People were getting saved and sitting on the pew, but then they'd get bored and they'd lead the church. Instead of us really discipling them, showing them what it means to, to follow Jesus Christ. We leave them to figure out on their own, and they would leave. And then the other thing I realized was that even the church I was a part of, we did a great job of, of reaching within the church, and within inside the walls, but to go outside those walls, we didn't do that great a job at. We shouldn't be a church that it's all about us. If our church didn't exist, the community should miss us. Amen? Amen. It should be that way. And those things, God was just burning in my heart those two years, and I couldn't figure out what to do with it. 
I was praying for God to show me, praying for God to direct me, didn't know what to do. And then earlier this year, he started telling me that I needed to plant a church. And I was like, not me, God. Not me. And as that burden kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger, I got to the point where I just couldn't stand it anymore. I had to step out. I had to do it. It was either do that or be disobedient to God. And as that was on my heart, Dallas Wilson kept right there in the back of my mind. He was right there every time. And I called Dallas and told Dallas what God was laying on my heart, thinking he would tell me I was crazy. And he was like, you know what? God's telling me the same thing. I was like, man. I thought I was out of that. Y'all going to be tough on me tonight, ain't you? <laughs> but as that began, we, we, we began to seek and pray and seek God and and we knew that we were going to get some opposition. We knew things were... I just want to put something out there for y'all tonight. They're, we're, we're not in trying to, co in, to compete with any church. We're just trying to be obedient to God. We're not trying to do anything but follow the vision that God's given us. And if I didn't think that I would be disobedient to God, I would still be where I was at. And Dallas would be too. We want to reach our community for Jesus Christ. And that's what God's called us to do. That's who God's called us to be. The things that he's laid on our heart was so different than how we grew up in church. And, and, and we just knew that that's, God wanted to do something different, something that people think is crazy. But in reality, all it is is really following God. When that began, when we started doing that, we, took, we stepped out and took our next steps. God was leading us. We didn't know why. We didn't know what to do. I want to tell you, when I, took, when I took that step, I knew how to preach. I didn't know how to plant a church. We resigned from our positions at our current church this past year. That next week, we was all excited, and I was like, all right, what we do now? <laughs> so Dallas and I started reading books, and we was reading books, and finally a couple weeks later, I was like, man, we don't know what we're doing. We have just messed up. And Dallas was looking at me, and I was like, you looking at the wrong one. <laughs> and the more we read, and the more, God just began to, to, to show us. And I, I, I'm not going to lie, I was very just at a point to where I, I thought I had messed up. I was praying, I was like, God, I don't know what to do, I don't know where to go. And he laid Brandon Williams on my heart. I met Brandon in 2008, when they moved to the Blue Building. They had just moved. Brandon came and preached at a coon hunt event, redneck style, for our church to reach men. I carried his son on my shoulders all night long through the water. And I just remembered Brandon. I hadn't even talked to him since that night. I knew about, I heard about connection, but I never had really attended. And as I called Brandon and began to seek, I called him, I was like, hey man, uh, well, actually, I called three or four people, and they gave me the wrong numbers. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe this ain't right. And finally, I got in touch with Bo, and Bo gave me Brandon's number. And I called Brandon, and he was willing to meet with me. And I just spilled my guts to him, told him everything that God was doing and what he was showing me. And he's like, yeah, man, I think God's calling you to plant a church. He said, and I'm excited, and I'll help you any way I can. We began to, to get some people together. We got 20 people together that God had laid on our heart and shared that with them. 
shared that vision with them, and, and they, they bought in. And they started coming, and we started meeting and praying and following, seeing what direction God wants us to be in. God had a purpose for us to be in Millen. God had a purpose for, for us not finding, not, not finding a church to pastor. He had a purpose for us to do that. God had a plan for us. And he also had a plan. He's got a plan for this church, y'all, in Jenkins County. One amen. Y'all, y'all killing me tonight. He's got a plan for this church. And he planned for us to have, be, be connected to Connection Church for a reason, for a purpose. I hadn't been trying to figure that out. I'm just walking every single step, step by step. But with you guys being here tonight, it sure gives me a lot of encouragement. If you don't come back next week, it's going to be bad. But, <laughs> but the vision God gave us, the only way we're going to accomplish it, just like Brandon said, Sunday mornings is going to be an evangelistic type, thing, type event. We're not going to have revivals because every single Sunday is going to be a revival. Amen? Amen? We're not going to be this dead, lifeless church. We're going to be a church that's alive, serving God. That's what he's called us to be. Not a bunch of people that come and sit on a pew and that's it. No, people that live life for Jesus every single day. And if, we don't, if we're not doing that, then we're not following Jesus. That's what he's told us. That's what he's called us to be. And I'm trying not to preach, but it's hard, y'all. <laughs> but Sunday morning is going to be, where we, like Brandon said, where we invite our friends and our family and get them to church. If we can just get them to the house of God where the Spirit of the Lord is. They're going to get transformed. They're going to get saved. If we can get them here, and that's what we're going to do. We've got connection kids we'll have on Sundays where we pour time and effort into your kids like no other because their eternity is just as important as yours is. We want to show them that we love them, that we care about them, that we want them to be in a growing relationship with Jesus. Sabrina and I are going to have, and Dallas and Jenna too, if y'all don't know, we're going to have kids pretty soon. Amen. Praise the Lord. And when they get here in July, I want my kids in a place where they're growing with God, not just in a stagnant place. I want them growing. And that's what we aim to do here. That's what we're doing here. It's awesome to me how much intense, just how it's intentional of how we try to, to just make sure that your kids are getting fed. The babies, what's awesome to me is the babies. When, when they're changing the baby's diaper, you got connectors back there that are praying over your family and your children. you got people that, that are walking with your kids and, and every single step, they're, they're sharing the gospel on their level. Not just putting them in a room and playing a movie. No, they're teaching them about Jesus. And that's not just important for your kids, but for everybody's kids outside of here. I want people to experience that. I want kids to experience that. I believe we can change Jenkins County by just giving people the gospel, bringing them to church on Sunday, letting their kids experience that. Somebody said that they weren't going to come to Connection, but their kids liked it so much that they couldn't help but come. That's what we want. Amen. I'll get one. That's good. The next thing is Connect Group. And you'll hear us say that a lot of times. Connect group, that's where real life change happens. 
That's where real life change happens. That video you just seen, that thing, it just, it, it just tears my heart up because it's so awesome. None of you in here really understand what community really means. And I never did either until we branched out and we started doing our own connect group with the people that God laid on our heart. I began to see people that were sitting on the church pew every Sunday that never shared their faith. To two months later, they were telling people about Jesus at work. They were coming excited about the gospel. That tells you. That tells you how, how that will change your life. It isn't about just showing up to church. It's about walking and living for God. And that's what they were doing every single day. It's exciting to see that. Not just one. It was just, I told someone about Jesus and somebody was like, oh, oh I did too. Oh, I did too. And you don't know how exciting that is as a pastor because so many times I think people think that I'm the only one that should be telling people about Jesus. But in reality, our lives should tell everybody that we love Jesus. And they were doing that. Connect group is where we, where I, I, I like to say, where community and God's word collides. We get in, that, we get in a group together, it's 10 to 15. And it's just awesome. As I'm reading God's word, I know that Chad's going to ask me about reading, about reading the Bible. Did you read Acts 17? We're like, yeah, I did. Because I knew if I didn't, he's going he's to embarrass me. <laughs> but it's accountability. That's where a connect group is about accountability. It's about encouragement. It's about encouragement. It's about knowing that you've got people that love you and care about you. I think it was Chase one day. Chase sent me a text message, and he said, man... He said, Connect Group has so much transformed my life because I know that at any moment, if I'm struggling, I can send a text message and I've got 10 or 15 people praying for me right then. And that just blew me away because I, I never thought of it that way. Connect Group made me realize that there was more to life than just walking and preaching and, and being in the church on Sunday. It, it just unites us. It makes us be the unstoppable church God's called us to be. And as we grow, as, as we go to connect group, we're growing together. See, God didn't call us just to get saved and sit on a pew. He called us to grow. He called us to follow him. We should be different today than how we were yesterday. Amen? We should be growing in him, being closer to him. I didn't experience that before. Being in connect group, man, it's just, I'm just telling you, it's just awesome. I wouldn't have it any other way. And if God told me to close the doors and not do this church, I'm going to find me a connect group somewhere and get in it. Because it's that life transforming. The other thing is, is as we meet together, we serve together. We serve the community together and one another. When people are sick, you know what we do? We call all around. It's like, oh, well, well Chad's sick. We're going, to, we're going to take them some supper so that they don't, Courtney don't have to cook. We're, we're loving, just like we're family. Just like we're family. We serve one another like that. We also serve our community. Where we, we don't just show up to church and we go home. We don't just do, we don't just put a, a, a um, wheelchair ramp up for one old lady one time a year. No, we are doing, I know that kind of sounded bad, didn't it? <laughs> well, one disabled person, not better. But you know what I mean? I mean, it's just, 
That's what we do. It's like, oh, well, I put up a handicap ramp. I did my good deed for the year, and I'm good to go. No, it's about serving your community every day. There's people that need us in our county. Jenkins County is one of the poorest counties in Georgia. There's so much mission that we can do here. And people are not going to come to church unless they know you love them. And how do you show people you love them unless you're serving them? And that's what he's called us to do. And through our connect groups, we're going to be serving our community. We're taking people food. We're going to be, we're going to be building grill trail ramps for little old ladies. We're going to be doing those things. But it's more about that. It's letting people see that you love them by serving them and then inviting them to Jesus Christ. Inviting them to follow Jesus. And that's what he's called us to do through connect groups. One of the things that, that just, it's just, it's just changing me, guys. I'm not the same person I was seven months ago. God has grown my faith, and he has grown me as a, as a person because of the impact connect groups have had on me. Because I'm learning about God more today than I was seven months ago. Seven months ago, I was an island. It was all about, I had to take in from myself. I, was due, I, was, I didn't have anybody to, to hold me accountable. I didn't have anybody to really just check on me during the week. I felt like an island. I really did. But now I know I've got people. I've got a family that meet at my house every Wednesday night, and they love me. They're going to pray for me. If I'm, if I'm having a hard, di- hard time, all i got to do is text them, and they're going to tell me. They're going to, they're going to be praying for me. I've learned so much from these guys. I've got so much more encouragement. When I see... People in my connect group sharing the gospel. It just gives me another gear. I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to take this whole county for Jesus. Anybody else want to take this whole county for Jesus? All right, five people, ten people. All right. The thing is, is, is where God has laid on my heart about our community, about our church. What I want, when people see our church, I don't want people to think that we're a cult, like they've been saying. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I don't want people to think that we're out to steal the church members. I want people to see us, and I, the things that, that God has really played on my heart that I want people to see when they see Connection Milling is I want them to see that everybody is welcome. It don't matter what color you are, what race you are, what history you had, what kind of background you got. It don't matter because Jesus loves you, and you need to get in a, in a relationship with him. Amen? That's what he's called us to be. Our church should look like heaven, and heaven's not going to be segregated. You hear me? And we've got to be the people bold enough to step out and serve God. Who cares what anybody thinks? I just care what Jesus thinks. And that's what we've got to be. When people see our church, that's what I I think they they see. They want to know that. I want them to know that this is the place where you come as you are, but you don't stay as you are. I dress like this for a reason. Well, not really, but I did. (laughs) Because I really want people to realize It's not about wearing a three-piece suit to come to church. It's about coming as you are. If this is the best you got, good. Come as you are. Dallas said he's going to wear flip-flops and shorts, but it was too cold for him to do that today. (laughs) Sometimes we focus too much on the attire and not the heart. And God looks at the heart. God looks at the heart. But he's told, that's what he's called us to be, those people. When you come as you are, you leave this place transformed. I want people, when they see somebody wearing a connection church, she's like, that's that church that people are getting saved at. Amen? Amen. 
That's that church that, that when they leave there, they're not the same again. That's what I want people to hear from my community. I want people, that, I want people to say that's a place where people that are addicted get delivered. Amen? I want this to be a place where people were like, that they were oppressed, that thought there was no hope. They get relief. Where people didn't have no hope, have hope when they leave. That's what I want to be. I want to tell you something. People that, that, that our county is, is just, is just killed by people that have addiction. And we act like, oh, well, there's no help for you. No, there is help. It's in the name of Jesus. And we've got to quit shunning people like that and start showing them the love of God. And that's what God's really been telling me. We say that this is a hospital for the sick. Guess what? If my wife's sick, I'm going to take her to the hospital. I'm not going to say, you know what, you stay where you're at. You, you do what you need to do. No, that's how we do people that are addicted to stuff. We need to bring them to the house of God and let them get healed. Amen? That's what God's called us to be. He called us to be a place where those that are living outside the will of God find him. People that, people that find themselves that living on, just thinking they're saved, but really not. People have been playing games with God, just caught up in religion. When they come here, they see what following Jesus really looks like, and they, they turn their back on that old lifestyle and start really following him. That's what he's called us to be. He's called us to be a place where we encounter the spirit of the living God. And I know sometimes we live in this community where we talk about the spirit of God, and it's like, oh, Lord, he's that crazy Pentecostal man. And that's how I was, I'll be honest with you before we started this journey. But we can't do this without the Holy Spirit, people. We can't walk this walk without Him walking with us. We treat Him like He's a thing, but He's a person. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Them three make one. But He's called us to, to, be, to, to be the people that when they come here, they encounter the Spirit of God. They come in here and they feel convicted. They change their life. We're going to be a people that pray. And seek that. He's also called us a place where we grow together and we multiply. We're not a bunch of people that are complacent, sitting on the pew. No, we're going to multiply. We're going to reach this county for Jesus. We're not going to just sit here and come to church, and, and that's all we do. The Great Commission was that we would go out and make disciples. The word disciple is like an apprentice. We get somebody and we, we teach them the ways of God, and they go out and make more disciples. That's what he's called us to be. And that's how we're going to be the unstoppable church he's called us to be, guys. And I'm not one on, 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 on putting myself on any kind of pedestal, but I just feel like God is going to use us to be a catalyst in our county for revival. I really feel like God is going to use us. He, he's been using us to wake up some people. But when people start seeing that we're moving, we're reaching our county. We're, we're growing. We're, reach, we're being on a mission for Jesus in our county. They're going to be like, you know what? We need to do that. We need to do something different. Amen? We need to change. Because what we're doing ain't working. I think that's what God's going to use us to do. I really wholeheartedly feel that, guys. You know, we are a church, like Brandon said, in many locations. But from the beginning, I felt like that we're more of a movement. 
We're more of a movement. We're, we're, we're a movement of Christ that's trying to bring Jesus Christ to, Jen to Jenkins County, but also to Georgia. Not only to Georgia, but to the United States and to the outermost parts of the world. We are on mission for Jesus. That's what we are. I feel like I'm, I just finally, am, one time in my whole life, I feel like I got momentum again. We're taking this thing for Jesus. And I'm tired of the devil messing up my community. I'm tired of the devil just telling me I can't do it. We're going to do this thing. Amen? Like he said. Like Brandon said, Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Nothing's going to stop us because we are in the will of God. You hear me? And that's what he's called us to do, guys. Just as it was in the book of Acts, we can all too be the unstoppable church he's called us to be. And I wasn't going to read any scripture, but Brandon had to read scripture, so I need to read some scripture. And the book of Acts is my favorite book. But in Acts 17, it really spoke to me this week as I've been reading it. Paul and Silas, they began to, they, they showed up in Thessalonica. And when they showed up there, they began to preach the word. They began to, to tell the good news of the gospel. And as they were doing that, Religious people began to really get mad at them. People were getting saved. Things were happening. Things were changing. It wasn't about religion. It was about Jesus now. And as he did that, he caused, they caused a ruckus. And what's awesome is what they said in verse 7, the, begin, in the end of verse 6, the beginning of verse 7. He says, these men who have turned the world upside down have come here also. Y'all, we can turn Jenkins County upside down for Jesus. And that's what God's called us to do. Y'all may look at me crazy and think, man, I don't know how that's going to happen. Me either, but God's got a plan. And all we got to do is take our next step. All we got to do is be obedient. I never thought I would be standing in front of you tonight, seven months ago. But God is faithful. God is faithful. He's called us to be an unstoppable church, guys. He's called us to be the church that we were supposed to be to begin with. So many times we get caught up in life and it's easier to sit on a pew than it is to serve God. He's called us to step out. Step out of your comfort zone. Step out of what you're used to doing and really do something that's going to mean something in the eternity's past. I heard a guy say something this week that really just, it just shook me. He says, you know, we say we can't take anything to heaven with us when we die, right? Can't take nothing. He said, but there's one thing we can take. I'm like, all right, what's this man fitting to say? We can take the people with us that we witnessed to and won to Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. I hope I pull up a bus load and we take to heaven. But that ain't going to happen just by me. It's going to happen if you guys get on board too. Not just you guys, but the rest of Jenkins County. We've got to build the kingdom of God. And I really believe wholeheartedly that God has sent us here to do that. To change an outlook, to change a church culture that about it being about religion and coming to church, but it's about following Jesus Christ. And I'm ready to see what he's going to do. I'm ready to see that. The question is, is do you want to be a part of that? Do you want to be a part of a, of, of a group of people that's not worried about them coming to church, but worried about putting people in a growing relationship with Jesus Christ? 
Because as you'll see on the sign behind you, it is all about Jesus. It's not about me. It's not about Dallas. It's not about Connection Church. This is about Jesus Christ and exalting Him. I wouldn't get up here just for me. I hate talking in front of people. But I get up here because if I know that God has called me to, and it's about Him. I want to point people to the best thing that's ever happened to me. I want to point people to a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. So I want to ask you tonight, are you ready to see what God is going to do? Are you ready to take your next step? Are you ready to step into the waters with us and attack this county for Jesus Christ? And if you are, every one of you got a piece of paper, Dallas, or someone give you for interest meeting. It's got a, bunch of, it's got a list of things on it. If you'd like to get caught up in a connect group, if you, say, if you think right now, look, this is what I want to get involved in. I want to be a part of that. There's a thing in there that you can check to be heart and soul with us. Heart and soul is like it's joining, like being a member. I want to be a member. Well, give me some information on that. If you'll fill that out, somebody, Dallas or somebody will call you this week, and we'll, we'll, just, we'll just touch base with you and let you know what the process is, what that has to be like. Also, is if you'd like to be in a connect group, click on that thing. Somebody will call you and explain it to you this week. I forgot what else was on that list, but that was the two main things in my mind. Also, when you turn around to leave, there's a big sign. It says next steps and first time here, question mark on it. There's people sitting back there that can answer any questions you have. There's me. There's Brandon. Dallas. About the church. About the church. Yeah. Yeah, about the church. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought they would ask you any other questions, Dallas, but. I didn't want to keep y'all long. I don't want to preach. That's going to be next week, and y'all better hold on to your seat because it's going to be a rocky one. Because I, I, I hadn't preached but one time, two times in seven months. I got like a raging bull inside of me. But I just, want, I just want to close with one thing. And then y'all can, we can talk and um, come back next week. This past week, uh, Rick and Dallas and Brian and I, we were working out at the gym. And I'm working out with these three maniacs. And, and because I just started back to the gym three weeks ago, and Nate Joker's got me like, what are we going to do today? We're going to do 400, I mean, I'm sorry, we're going to do 48 pull-ups. Like, you might do 48 pull-ups, but I'm not going to be able to do 48 pull-ups. But me not want to swallow my pride, I'm up there with him. About to die. I think my arms are going to pull off. But I'm going to do them. I'm on this last one. I'm straining. I'm pulling. I'm grunting. I'm hollering. And I get it. As soon as I get through, they're like, all right, good. We're going to come here and do some squats now. I was like, man, really? Like, yeah. So we do those things. I do the last one. And I'm, I'm recovering on the floor. I'm, I'm in the fetal position on the floor, just breathing hard as I can, just I feel like blood was coming out of my head, but it was just, you know, it was just sweat. I was like, well, what in the world in this song? Come on, radio, guys. And it just consumed me. And it really just made me realize where I was at. It says this guy was wanting to be successful so bad. So he came up with this fellow that he knew was successful, and he said, hey, can you tell me how to be successful? And he said, yeah, meet me at the beach in the morning, and I'll show you. So the guy goes to the beach, and he shows up, and the guy's like, come out into the water. 
So he wades up about knee deep in the water, and he's like, what's this guy to do about being successful? He's like, you want to be successful? He said, yes. He said, wait on out. So he, he did that to his waist, then he did it again to his chest. Finally, he gets out to where he's on his tippy toes, and just his nose is above the water, and he's barely breathing. He said, do you want to be successful? And he's like, yes. The guy takes his hand and sticks his head under the water, and it's holding him under the water. The guy's struggling for every breath. Every single breath, just struggling. He's trying to get his hand down. He can't. Right there when he thinks he's just about to pass out, the guy lets him up. And he comes up for breath. And he's like, man, what are you doing? Are you crazy? He said, when you want success like you want that last breath, then is when you're going to be successful. You're not successful because you don't want it bad enough. And in that moment, God just spoke to me at the gym on the floor of saying that we are where we are with God because that's all we want of God. We are just as close to Jesus Christ as we want to be. And the reason we don't experience Him, the reason we don't experience His power, the reason, reason we don't experience the, the things that, of God like we should is because we don't want to. We're comfortable where we are. We're okay with being not okay. We want to stay right where we are because that's where we're comfortable. But to be the followers of Jesus that he's called us to be is to step out and follow him unashamedly. Not care what the world thinks. Because eternity is at stake. When I die, I want God to know that I gave it my all. That I gave it every last breath, every last bit of effort that I, that I could even muster up. I want him to know that I gave him everything because he gave me everything. And if Jesus died for me to save me of my sins, as long as I would follow him and obey him, then why won't people step out and follow him like they should? Maybe that speaks to you tonight. Maybe that does. Maybe that speaks to you. Maybe you realize tonight that, that your walk with Christ isn't where it needs to be. Maybe you're like, you know what, I, I, I came to this just to see what was going on, and I've realized that I need, to, I need to get my life right with Jesus. Because I've just been playing games. I've just been religious, and I need to follow Jesus. I need to give my life to him. I just want to give you that chance tonight, that chance to surrender your life to him, to quit playing games once and for all and say, tonight I surrender everything to Jesus. That's what I want to give you. A connection, it isn't about being ashamed of Jesus. It's about being bold and about saying, I don't care what anybody thinks. I want to do it. I want to follow him. So if that's you tonight, I just want you to be bold. And I want you to just raise your hand and say, that's me, Jeremy. I want to give my life to him. I want to stop playing games. And I want to stop being religious. And I want to follow Jesus Christ. So if that's you, just raise your hand. Amen. 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 Guys, there's some, there's some connectors in the back. If you raise your hand, they will come to you and they want to pray with you. Get to raise your hand one more time. That's awesome, guys. That's awesome. What we're going to do next is when we close, I'm going to close this in prayer. If you've got some things that you want to, you got some questions, that you need answered about the church, as Dallas said, go here to the next steps table. 
If you didn't raise your hand and you need somebody to pray with you, come find me. I'll be right here. This meeting is about Jesus. It ain't about this church. And we want you to grow in Him. And that's my passion for y'all tonight. So thank you guys for coming. Come back next week, same time, same place. Bring your family, bring your mama, bring your sisters, bring your neighbors, bring everybody. Load them up. All right? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, we just thank you so much for today, Lord. I thank you, God, for your faithfulness. God, I thank you for the four people that raised their hands that wants to quit playing games and really give you their life. I thank you, Father, for the gift of salvation that you give us. I thank you, God, for how much you love us. And God, I just pray, Lord, that through each and every person in this room, that you would move in a bold way in their life. That, God, that you would strengthen them, Lord, in you. That, Lord, if they're not right with you, God, that, that their whole week they'll be sleepless. And, God, they, they just won't be able to, to focus on anything but you, God, until they pray for you to save them. Our life is not about here. It's about eternity. And God, help us live our life here worthy of the call of being called a Christian. Lord, we love you and we thank you and we praise your holy name. Amen.